Hello. Hello. I forgot to ask you if you had a bit, but we're here now. Yeah, you've ruined it. It's fine. I ruined everything, so it's cool. Did you have a bit? Not really. Okay, cool, because you don't have a chance to do it anymore. Unless you okay. want to do it now. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody would listen anyway. So I mean, they don't, so. Fat and bald and disgusting and pathetic. <laughs> Why am I even here? Why is anybody listening to this? Oh, my God. Why are, why are you like this? <laughs> um, honestly, that opening little monologue thing during the, like, opening credits, relatable uh, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> um, we watch Adaptation. It's on HBO. I think um, it's amazing. Yeah, no, like, 10 out of 10. It really speaks to my <laughs> my social anxieties and my <laughs> issues with self-image. <laughs> It's delicious and delightful. That's it. That's that's the I podcast. Love it so much. Um, it's been a minute and seventeen seconds. Um, <laughs> right on. Goodbye. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Um, no. Literally, I think it was like a good five minutes in. Zach looks at me dead in the face. He's like, "This is my favorite thing I've ever seen." It's great. <laughs> I was like, "No, like I, th- I think this is gonna this is gonna track," and it did. Um, this this was in fact excellent. So, just to get it all out of the way. Yeah. Uh, we already did most of that. So. <laughs> Around uh, 1994, mm-hmm. Fox 2000. Hell of a year. Uh, options the rights to this book. Uh huh. Oh, this was a, this was in fact a book. This the story of this movie uh-huh. is very similar to the story of Charlie Kaufman getting hired to adapt this book into a movie. Whoa. <laughs> he get he comes into the project around 97. That's meta as fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, is trying to write it, just wants to write like a nice movie that people will like about flowers, <laughs> and instead <laughs> goes down this insane shame spiral and writes this movie Oh, <laughs> about him <laughs> trying to adapt the book. Oh, fuck. Fuck me sideways. I didn't look into this at all. I, I didn't pull up the Wikipedia until just now. That's what's so great about this movie. <laughs> this movie's a self-portrait. <laughs> and of course, he does not have a twin brother named Donald invented for the movie. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Upsetting. I but Donald, Donald is my favorite character in this movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so His nice, dumb twin brother that everybody likes more. <laughs> I was going to say, like, more likable version of himself. Um, so let, let's get into it. So, uh-huh. um, go, go ahead. Oh. What? Uh, what? Huh? Why would anybody care what I have to say? Nobody does. Yeah. Because you're fat and unlikable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that, that is a... If, if you haven't seen this, by the way, again, like I said, it's free on HBO if you buy into that. I guess it's not free if you pay for the subscription. Yeah, nothing's actually free. Oh, absolutely not. Not even this podcast. No. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, where was I getting at? Oh, uh, so basically he's this like self-loathing motherfucker. He's a screenwriter <laughs> with a, uh, a lot of anxiety and a lot of neuroses. <laughs> Much, much like the real Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> if you've seen anything else Charlie Kaufman has, has written or directed, I love that they are actually making being John Malkovich at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> so I haven't seen that, or I don't know. That movie shit about is it. fucking insane as well. Um, okay, cool. Also very meta. Not quite as meta as this movie, but it's basically like John Cusack plays a guy who discovers this weird little doorway, mm-hmm. and if you enter it, you are in control of the body of the actor John Malkovich. What? Who we know <laughs> from so Con Air. Well, that's why I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but that's the scene at the beginning where he's in, uh, he's like on that set mm-hmm. and they're shooting that scene and it's John Malkovich in a dress oh. with a bunch of people in John Malkovich masks. Yeah, that that was lost on me. <laughs> that's them shooting being John Malkovich, which he wrote. No, I full send was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Like again, like I watched this yeah. sober, so I was like, what is? And that's what's kind of insane about this is that scene still kind of works even if you don't have any context. No, like I thought it was like cool or whatever, but I was like, you're like whatever. Sure. They're making a movie. I don't need to know anymore. hundred yeah. <laughs> like, percent. I was like, okay, like. I mean, the point was got. You know, I got the point. His brothers on set hitting on the makeup artist played by Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I know, like, immediately I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, wild, just based on, like, who the fuck's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was indeed wild. Yes. But, like, not in wild, like, the last, like, few things we've watched. <laughs> like, not in yeah anywhere close to that. Well, I think this actually is, and he did win an Oscar, but I think it's Nick Cage's best 
performance that I've ever seen. Because he's actually playing, like, there's a lot to it. Yeah. It's not like a regular person, but he's playing, like... <laughs> he's playing a very, no, like, No, I think it's very weirdly relatable. ...characterization. <laughs> um, as fucked up as that sounds, it's very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> um... No, and that's, like, one thing that, like, we kept saying. It was, like, oh, like, this is, like, relatable as fuck and, like, probably the most, like, you know, realistic it's probably, character he's Yeah, played. it's the most, like, down-to-earth character I've seen him play. Yeah, like, I was, like, oh, this guy could exist. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, like, feel a kind of way about him existing. And I'm, uh, I'm very charmed by the weird wig situation they put him in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's um... got, like, Gene Wilder hair, but it's <laughs> thinning everywhere. Yeah, I was, like. What is going on here? It's like head pubes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like not in like the way I like to say like face pubes. Like that's a whole different like beard situation. Yeah. No, this was like this was bad. <laughs> I'm also I am always really fascinated by actors' body transformations when they put on weight, but you can tell they very like recently put on like just yes. ate heavily because he's still like really muscular. Yes. <laughs> so it's no, like... I was like, there's a lot going on. Like he kind of looks like shit, but like not really. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It looks like, I don't know if you've ever seen Raging Bull. No. Um, De Niro it... plays a, this guy, uh, Jake LaMotta, who uh-huh. is this boxer. Um, I was going to ask if I had anything to do with, like, paddles. Who, who goes, um, like, throughout the movie, he, like, gains a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. But it's De Niro, and they shot it in sequence, so De Niro, like, went to Italy and just ate a shit ton of pasta to, like, put on weight. Mood. But it's like, if you see him shirtless, his skin is so fucking stretched that he looks like a sausage because he puts all on all the weight like immediately and he's right. got like a six pack on the top of his gut like it's so fucking weird looking oh no <laughs> oh, no that's foul yeah um yeah and if we're gonna talk about nick cage being shirtless briefly mm-hmm, please <laughs> i i just have two words uh-huh chest beard <laughs> yeah He's a hearsay gentleman. I, I know, but like, you know, we've seen him, you know, shirtless or like, you know, like mostly shirtless multiple uh-huh. times. In yeah, so the... always a treat. But like, this is like more aggressive chest beard than I think I've ever seen in my whole life. Yes. Like, other than like Will Ferrell and anything he's ever played ever. I was going to say he dis- he's did not tame it at all for this one. <laughs> no, it was luscious. And I, I hesitate to say that word because like, I don't think it's like hot in yeah, any way. You just want to run your fingers through it. But like, absolutely <laughs> and, not. But and I feel like tell you about his day. <laughs> but I feel like if I like laid my head on his chest, it'd be comfortable as fuck. Uh-huh. Agreed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh-huh. Um, I was both bothered and intrigued by it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah? Are you here yeah. for the chest beard? I like a hairy chest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's masculine. I'm, I'm going to choose to not unpack that any further. <laughs> Get off that. <laughs> like, a light smattering of hair is cool. Uh-huh. But, like, mm-mm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, if if you're giving Wookiee, I'm not into it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> mm-mm. And, like, if it extends to your back, fuck off. Yeah, you should shave your back. Or wax your back, whatever you have Get to somebody do. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody has watched a lot of reality And TV. your shoulders. Oh, yeah, no. Like, it should definitely stop, like, at, like, your, your clavicle. Your Yeah, 100%. And not extend anything above or laterally to that. Like, yeah. that's where... Yeah. And if you want to trim it into the shape of, like, a Superman shield, <laughs> like young Nick Cage, then I encourage that as well. I'll allow it. <laughs> Again, especially if it's abundant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, tame it down a little bit. I don't want it to be, like, bald. Like, that's also too much. Yeah. Good off that. Um, but as I was gonna say, as someone who watched a lot of reality television, especially in like the early to mid aughts, uh-huh. um, go on. One that this all just reminded me of um, a bit on Hulk Hogan knows best, <laughs> okay, which was the show about Mr. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Um, and there's multiple scenes in which his, I believe now ex wife, um, is like just shaving his whole like torso, like front and back. Like he was no longer wrestling, but like that was just an aesthetic he decided to keep up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> But, like, he was just like, like honey, can you get my back? He wants <laughs> to show off his weird brown hot dog skin. No, he was orange. <laughs> like, let's not get it twisted. There's nothing brown about him. He was just a shade of orange. <laughs> like, his skin is the color of, like, the writing on your shirt. Platinum blonde hair. <laughs> that the whole family had. This is the only... <laughs> <laughs> the always sunny line is the skin of a hot dog and the flaxen blonde hair of an Asian man. <laughs> oh, no. 
yeah, foul. Um, but that's what that this conversation made me think of immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, I forget his ex-wife's name, Linda. The Hulkster. <laughs> the Hulkster. <laughs> yeah, of her just like begrudgingly shaving his fucking massive back. <laughs> um, but anyways, enough about Hulk Hogan. Nobody needs to. <laughs> We've given him way too much airtime already. Have you ever seen Gremlins too? When he shows up. <laughs> no, I've only seen the first one. <laughs> Gremlins two is great. He's in a theater where they're showing the movie Gremlins 2, and then Gremlins get into the projector and start fucking up the movie, and he, like, stands up and rips his shirt off and starts yelling at the Gremlins, and then the movie starts back up again, and everybody in the audience applauses. Stop it. (laughs) And then if you bought the movie on VHS or rented it, they have the same scene, but he's like, it's a VHS tape that gets messed up. (laughs) Wait, that's kind of glorious. Yeah, Gremlins 2 is great. All right, well, let me add that to my ever- never-ending list of things that I need to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, enough about chest beards. <laughs> We've already, again, talked about that way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, are you going to so, tell everybody what you told me about this movie when you texted me? Oh, that he, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, as, like, time has progressed this season, I've just, like, suddenly begot, like gotten, like, more and more attracted to this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I used to be, like, very neutral about his appearance. Yeah. Like, let me just C- say that. Cage neutral. Yeah, cage neutral. Like, yeah. if anything, like, almost turned off. <laughs> almost. Like, uh-huh. um, mean, but okay. <laughs> you know, I would say for me, like, the most notable thing I'd seen him in and the thing that I see annually is National Treasure, uh-huh. which I, is definitely not, like, peak his looks. No. In any way, shape, or form. No. Like, let me just be the first one to say that. Um, hadn't really seen anything in his, you know, youth, adolescence. Sure. You know, whatever we're calling that. Um, era. Um, but yeah, no, as time has progressed, and this is a bold movie for me to make this statement about. Yeah, truly. <laughs> so I wanted to like make that, like, address that elephant in the room. A role where he really has no vanity. No. Like, one of my first notes is like, he kind of looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, not fully, but I was like, but there's something, like, really just, like, objectively attractive about his face mm-hmm. that, like, I had not seen prior to, what, two months ago? Sure. Or, you know, yeah, whatever. However long we've been Sure. Doing this. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how many of these we've gone through already. <laughs> Six, eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that I like finding like more and more progressively handsome. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to, the, word, the yes. verbiage I'm going to use. Yeah. He would have been a great Superman. That's a real shame. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Do you think that's why he shaved his chest like that? He was like, I don't need a suit. He loves super- <laughs> No, that, this was years before. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 20 years before. <laughs> He was like, you know what? I'd make a great Superman. He's calling a shot. <laughs> he just loved Superman. Let me shave my chest hair. He's just a big old nerd. <laughs> but yeah, that's why he did just that. Just a jacked, rich nerd. <laughs> for Honestly, most of his career. goals. <laughs> the other thing that we'll talk about as far as his nerdery, and we'll dive mm-hmm. into it when we get there, but when he played Ghost Rider in the movie Ghost Rider, they had to cover up his big-ass Ghost Rider tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> That's the motorcycle one, right? Yeah. Okay. We we addressed this. Flaming a few skull weeks ago. on a motorcycle. <clears throat> Lit. <laughs> like one of the coolest looking images of all time. They made it into a movie that is boring. Aww. <laughs> That's sad. I haven't seen it, so I have no. Oh, you will. <laughs> Excellent. It's right Can't up wait. there with the fucking Ben Affleck Daredevil. Where you're like, ugh. Aww. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> like why? <laughs> and it's the same guy who directed it too, so there's a reason that it's bad and boring. Which came first? Daredevil. Oh, then why'd they let him do it again? It was successful. Like, it made money. Oh. And the only reason they didn't make a sequel to that right away is Ben Affleck. He's like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> He's, I'm good. He's like, I'm never going to put on a suit and embarrass myself again. And then 20 years later, he put on a suit and embarrassed himself. So that's bold. <laughs> that's a, a bold statement to make, <laughs> sir. First of all, money's an object. <laughs> Second of all, it's Ben Affleck. You're just going to fucking do it. Yeah. Gotta, you got to do it once for the one time. Yeah. And then twice for the second time. Yeah. It's like, I need some more money. It's like Jennifer Lopez. And I need J-Lo's healing pussy one more time. <laughs> so much so that he married her Get my life back ago. together. <laughs> yeah. No, this is his renaissance. <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> renaissance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to pitch but that to like TMZ. it's like his third comeback. Yeah. It just mean, keeps happening. We just keep letting this man back into our lives, no matter how many times he hurts us. <laughs> but, like, you can't not, right? <laughs> I love I love Ben Affleck. I, I, I wish the man no ill will. No, 100%. Like, I, I just am happier when he's depressed and sad, because it makes me laugh. <laughs> but... 
like so like your favorite Ben Affleck is the one him like on the stairs like chain smoking yeah chain smoking cigarettes or like grabbing a whole thing of Dunkin Donuts from his <laughs> but like and just like scowling <laughs> yeah I saw this clip the other day on Instagram I meant to screen screen grab it and send it to you because I was fucking crying um his commitment to cigarettes is so so immense it's admirable at this point in, <laughs> at this point in American history like I just admire anybody who's still like chain smoking cigarettes like their life depends on it oh yeah I forget like where he was like but he was definitely somewhere and like fans were coming up and like taking photos with him yeah. he would like literally take a drag hide the cigarette behind him hold it in half smile with his mouth closed yeah <laughs> like exhale do it again and next it, person and if it were me can i like can you please have the ciggy dangling from your lips in our photo <laughs> like can i hit it please <laughs> like i don't smoke but like let me yeah, hit that i'm not sick of nothing can i get a drag <laughs> right but <laughs> mr affleck but like it was just that's the voice i use when i talk to the celebrities <laughs> How many have you met and done that with? Uh, I met James Caan once. <laughs> I met Ron Perlman. And those are the voices, that's the voice you use yeah, with Yeah, I'm like, Mr. Perlman, I love Hellboy. And he was like, security and He's now. like, I love Hellboy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, can we can I get some clarification here? Both. <laughs> cool. The title should have been Hellboy 2, and it should have been about just another Hellboy. Just like Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> what? I haven't seen either of the Teen uh, There's Wolves. a movie called Teen Wolf starring Michael J. Fox, uh-huh. <laughs> but a high school student who uh, is bad at basketball until he becomes a werewolf, in which point he becomes good at basketball. Because <laughs> that math math. Yeah, wolves are great at basketball. <laughs> Duh. Uh, they made a sequel a, f- a little while later mm-hmm. uh, in which Michael J. Fox was too rich and famous to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about that character's cousin. Shut up. Who is a Teen Wolf too. Also. Okay. All right. Um, cool. I'm, I'm really glad that that's a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying, he boxes in that movie. And he's a bad boxer until he finds out he is a werewolf in which he becomes a good boxer. Um, and, and none of this is related to the television show on MTV that happened like 10 years ago. <laughs> I've never watched that show. As uh, soon as I, I saw like the trailer and realized that w- they were trying to be serious and it wasn't about basketball, I was like, no, thank you. No, I think I want to say he plays football. Or it's something. lacrosse, isn't it? Um, I'm double check. Yeah, lacrosse. Yeah. I had to Google. I was it like, just what's from- the douchiest sport that nobody <laughs> cares about that we could possibly make this lacrosse? Uh, without a fucking doubt. <laughs> um. Anyways. <laughs> What were we fucking talking about? Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> My new bae. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, anyway. I'm glad that you've come to this point. <laughs> Thank you. Again, during the time where he looks the shittiest. <laughs> I don't even think that's true. Oh. <laughs> we will watch Pig later in this. Does he become a pig? Kind of. Is that the point? <laughs> Not really, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody kills his truffle pig. <laughs> <laughs> My next thing was gonna be: Does he turn into a cop? <laughs> um. Anyways, cool, 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 cool. Glad we went there. Um. But okay, yeah. So poop, 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 poop. Yeah. So he is. My, I think one of my favorite parts is towards the beginning. Yeah. When him and Donald are, like, back and forth, and Donald's like, you know, I think I'm going to sign up for, like, these, like, writing classes. I think it's so fucking <laughs> funny. And this is, like, super niche. Yeah. But it's so funny how his brother gets really into Robert McKee. <laughs> yeah, because, like... <laughs> so who is that? Uh, Robert McKee... For my edification. Is, a, is, like, a guy who... I don't know if he was... A, he must have been a professional screenwriter, but he wrote these books... Mm-hmm. about, like, screenwriting and screenwriting structure that are real, like, textbooky. Like, if you okay. take a screenwriting class, they teach Robert, like, story by Robert McKee. Gotcha. Um, and, like, for a guy like Charlie Kaufman, who's so offbeat and is, like, made his name by being quirky and not right. telling, like, real formulaic first act, second act, third act stories. No, literally. Just seeing him... <laughs> obsessed about how much he hates it and being so mad that his brother's so into it. Oh, he was so upset. He was like, oh yeah, like anyone that takes himself seriously like wouldn't give him money. And like, it's so fun. <clears throat> and, then, and then Robert McKee's a character in the movie. No, I was not expecting that. Played again, by I... the excellent Brian Cox, who we love. We do. Um, but no, I wasn't expecting that to like have any sort of payoff later on. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like uh, we'll we'll get there, but like that whole bit was spectacular. Uh huh. We'll we'll get there later because I don't want to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, but it's all about what you want, isn't it? 
Always. A hundred percent. Um including but not limited to Meryl Streep. Let's talk about Meryl fucking Streep. Let's do it. Um the the Queen herself. Yes. Uh, Miranda fucking Priestley. This is my se- second <laughs> favorite thing that Meryl Streep has ever done. What's the first? Uh Mamma Mia Two, here we go again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you talk about Mamma Mia, honestly, more than I feel like any. Because that second one is great. The first one's boring. I haven't seen either of them. Oh. I I just I think I've just gone this long, and I'm like maybe I shouldn't. I would just recommend the second one. <laughs> I think the first one just turned like ten or fifteen it's years old. It's got Lily James in it. Oh. Okay. As young Meryl Streep <laughs> takes place in two temporalities. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. You want to cool. see Colin Firth dance a little bit? <laughs> Honestly, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's less Pierce Brosnan singing in it than the first one. Oh, lit. Okay. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. No offense, Pierce. We love you. Yeah. But, but Jesus fucking Christ, stay in your lane. Yeah. We kind of got off that. Um, no, I'm a big stan of The Devil Wars Prada. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, i I'm so sorry. What? Yeah. What the fuck did you just say to me? Never seen it. <sighs> you know. What year did it come out? 2008, 9? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I was just like not... You weren't into... Not in the place right. 2006. Yeah, 2006. The year I graduated high school. I just, like, was not divorced enough for my toxic masculinity to Um, to be like, I'm going to go see. Okay, cool. Um, I'll I'll, I'll make Alpha Nagel a season around it. I mean, not, like, specifically around the Devil Wears Prada, but, like, shit in that niche. Emily Blunt season. (laughs) Say less. (laughs) Anne Hathaway. Like, give it all to me. (laughs) Wow, my gay is showing. (laughs) Um, oh man, we have to watch Love and Other Drugs. <laughs> uh, yes. No. Um, maybe I'll do a probably um, the worst. I'll do a hot girl shit part two. <laughs> but like one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Ever? <laughs> yeah. It's not great. It's really bad. But her and Gyllenhaal are so naked in it <laughs> throughout like the entire movie. Honestly, I, mean, I saw it with my friend, mm-hmm. and she and I were both just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> But I fucking love Anne Hathaway, like, full send. Yeah, um, I have a lot of sympathy for Anne Hathaway. What? <laughs> Do you want to that? She just seems, like, nice. And, like, she just likes her job and likes being in things. Then everybody's just like, fuck you, you have too much enthusiasm. Oh, 100%. <laughs> fuck you, you grown-up scene kid. <laughs> Go be the princess of Genovia like, somewhere leave else. Her alone. Yeah. Um, and then she has the worst part in a... Interstellar. Oh. <laughs> she has that stupid monologue about how love is measurable. I forgot about that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Chris. What are you? What are you trying to pull on us? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but um, something I'm, we're actually watching right now that she's excellent in is that we crashed on Apple TV. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if you've watched any of that at all. Is that the one with Jared Leto? Yes. Yeah. He's wild in it. Um, but also the whole fucking story is wild. Uh huh. Um. It's, uh, for anyone's edification, it's, like, a dramatization of, like, what the fuck happened to WeWork. Uh-huh. Um, and, no, she's fucking, she slays it. She's like, great. Yeah. No, she's fucking phenomenal in it. Um, the fucking fake teeth they have on that man, though. Oh, really? <laughs> Real he's bad. He's just, like, he's gotten to this point in his career where it's gotta be something, isn't it? Like, he can't just look like Jared Leto. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> he's not. He's got some sort of disorder. <laughs> no, 100%. <laughs> Like, because at first I was like, there's something off about him. I couldn't put my finger on what it was, uh-huh. <laughs> but I was like, I don't think those are his teeth. And then like me and Zach like looked at him for like five minutes before I Googled what his like actual face looks like. Do you think he's freaking out about aging? I think he's freaking out about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's currently going through a crisis <laughs> and has been for what? Uh, when did that fucking movie come out? Uh, Which one? Suicide Squad. <laughs> when did that like, come you're out? You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> Um, honestly, my favorite thing about that man is whatever he shows up when in at the Met Gala. Oh. Um, I think one of my favorites is the time he had, like, the, I don't know if it was wax or, like, silicone, but, like, the, like, fucking model of his head that he carried around. That was lit. I don't know. Um, he, like, he, he's, like, really into, like, fashion and, like, weird avant-garde shit. Um, but, And yeah. he wants you to know it. <laughs> yes. And his Met Gala looks are always super over the top. Not that... A lot of them are not, mm-hmm. but like usually, like the men kind of play it safe. Usually, it's like a variation of a suit. Uh-huh. Um, but like usually, he does like something like super like off the fucking walls. Uh-huh. Um, so he like he's kind of exciting to look at as far as like that's concerned. Great. Um, but no, again, the fake teeth in We Crashes, <laughs> they're they're chicklets. They're awesome. chicklet teeth. Um, anyways, a real guy have crazy teeth like that? 
I'm not actually <laughs> sure. I didn't look. Because <laughs> I was And like, has he watched the show and been like, hey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that man's in prison. <laughs> so, they watch TV in prison. I mean, not fucking Apple TV. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to prison. <laughs> Yet. Um, Matter I'm, of time. I'm still young. Um, anyway, speaking of people that should have been in prison. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go back to this fucking movie. Uh, oh, yeah, we were talking about talking Meryl about Chris Creep. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. Um... Toothless ass Chris Cooper. Yeah, and Zach and I had a thought, and I just needed to get this out there because uh-huh. we had to like pause and giggle about it for a minute. Um, I wonder how making out with him is with Chris Cooper or Nick Cage. Chris Cooper with the oh, toothless with situation. Toothless, toothless Chris like how did how does that work? <laughs> like <it's laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like does it just like shoot out there? You just interview a meth head and they can tell you. Good. <laughs> I am a okay. <laughs> Hey, look, my, my extended family's off limits, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but no, that was a fleeting thought we had that tickled us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder what, like, tongue in that guy's like. Yeah. Because there's nothing to stop that but tongue. Not, not a thing. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that visual. Nothing can stop that tongue. <laughs> if I had an echo. Nothing can stop Meryl's tongue. It goes where it pleases. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Anyways, we were talking about Meryl Streep, and then we totally got derailed there, uh, talking about Anne Hathaway. Anyways, yeah. Meryl Streep. I was shocked that we saw her titties in this movie. I don't think we did. Okay, you're right. There probably were someone else's tits <laughs> I think that those her, were she was superimposed on. Because yeah. I was like, I feel like she's not the type of broad to have her titties out. Yeah, not now. You would have had to catch her younger. <laughs> younger and hungrier. Aw. <laughs> um, I guess that's valid. Um, well, this was 2002 yes. this movie came out. Yeah, so same year as Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking year. <laughs> um, I saw one of these movies seven times in the theater. <laughs> Try to guess which one. This one? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I even heard of this movie coming out at that time. Because I was, what, 13? I don't know. <laughs> 12 or 13. <laughs> I didn't think to do that math. <laughs> Um, I guess that's fair. I saw Spider-Man a whole bunch. <laughs> this movie fucks. I mean, the first one does. Well, look at it go. Yeah, I still think it holds up. I still yeah. think it's really good. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, that was... Is that Tobey Maguire? Back when that... Yeah. Yeah. When those movies just had a lot of razzle-dazzle. Where you're like, wow. <laughs> Christ. And then, like, less than a year ago, I saw three Spider-Mans in a movie, and I was like, okay. And then I forgot that it came out. <laughs> <laughs> um... Speaking of Spider-Man, you know what we started last night that Zach fell asleep to? Huh. Um, Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. Have you heard of that? You fell asleep to that? I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, we did start it at like 11 p.m. I haven't watched it. I've heard it's good. Yeah, no, like we uh, we made it like two-thirds away through the first episode before yeah. I heard some, some snoring. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm excited to like get back into it at not late night hour. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. It's not my fault you fell asleep. Um, Might be. Yeah, you're right. It probably was. <laughs> That's Vex. Did you try to make a move on him and then he pretended to be asleep? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, we'll be the last. <laughs> uh, I will never lose my V card. Not tonight, I'm on my period. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> if I had a nickel. Men have emotional cycles too. Look it up. No, I, I refuse. <laughs> I, I'm not co signing that. Um,. Anyways, what the, what the fuck are we talking about now? Uh, who fucking we, knows? I don't know. Flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. So, several parts of the movie are, I guess, him trying to write the adaptation. I think that's what it is. The dramatization. Of yeah. It. And he keeps getting, like, writer's block. But it's played by the same actors that are playing the actual dramatized characters that right. he meets later in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that part uh, was a little bit lost on me in the beginning. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I think if you got different actors to play what mm-hmm. he was writing, it would just be confusing. <laughs> More confusing. Oh, like if there was, like, a line where... Like, That's what I mean, of, because yeah. he's, write, he's trying to write the, like, movie version of the book, mm-hmm. and those are the scenes we're seeing. Right. Um, but it's the same actors, Meryl Streep and Chris Cooper, that are playing the characters... In real are, life. Yeah, in the real world of the movie. Right, so, like, we're having, like, multiple timelines of the same shit going on. Yeah. Kind of. Like, we're having, like, there's what's like, happening in real life right now. Yes. And then there's the reality <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. And then there's the movie reality that he's writing. Right. Attempting to write. 
so there's three like yeah. timelines that yeah. are happening congruently. We're in the worst one right now. Oh, <laughs> who are you telling? <laughs> it's 2022. Of these three. I hate it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So this man, um, Mr. Chris Cooper, is on a mission to find some ghost orchids because yeah, orchid. he's trying to breed them. Or whatever the fuck you do with flowers. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why people like flowers. I don't get it. Because <laughs> they're pretty. Cares. Um, I will say, um, as someone that, you know, does enjoy a plant or two in the house, um, yeah. you know, uh, I don't fuck with orchids because they're very hard to grow. Yeah. Um, and they, keep happy. They just grow in, like, swampy, like, poop conditions. <laughs> Something like that. No, and less of that, but, like, I think it de- it's very specific to the type of orchid and the fucking whatever. Yeah. I, I, I know some of them look like bees, and those are the ones the bees like to fuck. Correct. <laughs> I, I'm glad you got that far. Yeah. He tells a very seductive explanation of pollination. 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 <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good talk. Um, but, what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. Orchids are just, they're... Every variety of orchid is also very particular to, like, what conditions they like. Mm. And the, there's, like, a weird thing with, like, fertilization and, like, yeah, yeah to your point, humidity and whatever, whatever. Yeah, good luck with that. I, do, I know they grow where alligators live. <laughs> yes. I thought these were crocodiles. I don't think they have crocodiles in... Florida? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I try to avoid Florida and thinking about Florida at most costs. I think we have gators primarily in the United States. Um, sure. We'll, we'll go off that. Can I get a Zach check? <laughs> Was, are, are there gators or crocodiles in Florida? Specifically in this film. Anyways, while you're sorting that out. I would bet anything that they're alligators. Sure. <laughs> All I know is that like one of them has like a more rounded snoot. <laughs> That's an alligator. Sure, Crocodile I know. Crocodile is a narrow snout with more exposed teeth. Okay, well then you just fucking <laughs> sat here and lied to me about not knowing dick about alligators and crocodiles. I also know an alligator <laughs> will pretty much leave you alone unless it's like really hungry. And a crocodile <laughs> will kill you just because they're mean. Lit. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, he's on his... So, okay, so it could have been either one, apparently. Um, thank you for the reference. Um, so... He's on the hunt for these ghost orchids because he's trying to, like, basically kind of, like, mass produce them and sell them. He just gets obsessed with weird things. Yeah. And goes all in on them. Right. And, and that's one of Meryl Streep's, like, big, like, qualms with him. And the things that she finds fascinating about him. Yeah. She's like, why can you just, like, love something so much and then, like, ditch it? Yeah. Um, which, honestly, is, like, I feel like most, like, ADHD hyperfixations. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all built into his, like, trauma about... Well... Yeah. Right. I losing, mean, uh, losing his teeth that? and his wife. <laughs> I said, we want to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like he has like a hyperfixation, like, you know, the fucking turtles, the exotic fish, yeah. <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> Those are the two that like tickled me. Like he was like, yeah, I had like 60,000 gallons worth of tanks and then said, fuck these fish. I don't know if it beca- if there's anything to this, but it becomes like living things, but with less and less agency. Like a Correct. fish is dumber than a turtle and a flower <laughs> is dumber than a fish. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's exactly that. Uh-huh. Maybe he just realized that he's just like you know getting less responsible with age. Yeah, flower won't leave you. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of beautiful. And same with like fish in a tank, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Zachary, Mister Fucking Debbie Downer over there. They go belly up eventually. Well, he a- he actually actively said fuck those fish, bro. Yeah, no more fish. Never stepped foot in the ocean again. He no. loves the ocean. <laughs> Big sad. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he's like on the hunt because like ghost orchids are very, very rare. Um, that's that is something I did adjacently know about them before this movie, and they fetch a very pretty penny. They're usually again conserved, um, and preserved or whatever. They're not like usually commercially available in any regard. Sure. I think there's like twenty thousand or something of them in existence at any given moment because huh. they also again are very fucking particular and will die if you look at them the wrong way. Mm. Um, just like me. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to unpack that? <laughs> no. Okay. For the last time, no. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the beginning of his bit is, like, him with these, like, Native American men, um, <laughs> and they're, like, you know, getting all these fucking flowers and shit and these That's a great scene. That, the whole thing between him and the, like, park ranger, whoever that is. It was perturbed. <laughs> He's like, what you got in those pillowcases? He's like, oh, those are flowers. 
Why? Like, he's like, can I ask you about what you got? He was like, sure. Yeah. Well, what do you got? <laughs> I was like, all right. It's some real, like, Coen Brothers shit in that scene. It's pretty good. Um, and he was like, well, like, this is a wildlife thing. And then he just gets like, thing. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't be stealing our shit. And he's, he's like, like well, well, these are members of the... The Seminole tribe. <laughs> um, and legally, you can't persecute them. <laughs> so, fuck off. Yeah. I didn't touch anything. Get off our dick. Yeah. Um, so that was a fun little loophole. And then I did have to, like, Google, if, like, if that was, like, a th- real thing. And apparently it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. Um, but... Yeah, those lucky indigenous people can do whatever they want. <laughs> they just won the lottery of life. <laughs> but you just have to know what tribe you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you don't qualify for any benefits if you don't know, like, what kind of, like, Native American you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like, Zach looked into it once because he knows he's Native American. He just doesn't know, like, what iteration. In that he was born here. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what okay. that means. <laughs> um, but, like, well, no, like, he, his, uh, on his, like, parent, his, his parent's side, on his mom's side, like, there's, like, a great-great-grandparent that was, like, Rockwood or some shit, like, and then they were, like, in they fact. They a porn star. <laughs> yes, we, uh, the Zimmer folk is a lineage of porn stars. Um, but then he was like, oh, do you, like, know a tribe, like, they're associated with? Because, like, you know, he's kind of, like, looking into, like, what you know, Native American benefits yeah. or were, but you, like, you have get? to, like, associate with the tribe. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, otherwise, you sense. can, like, get fucked. <laughs> um, and then when we did his, like, fucking 23andMe thing or whatever, like, he's, like, a good, like, almost 20%. Um, but again, doesn't count for shit but, if you can't. they don't know. Yeah, yeah, they don't go that far into it, <laughs> which is a little upsetting. You yeah. think, that, like, the DNA people will be able to tell you? <laughs> Guess not. No, they just sold that information to... Facts. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's the gaming fine. commission. <laughs> Um, anyways, what did, what, what did you want to unpack on this movie? We've kind of been dancing around a lot of different things here. And talking uh, about a little bit of nothing. Uh, a whole lot I, of chest hair. I'm just a real fan of the the bizarre neurotic screenwriting mm-hmm. uh, tr- thread in this movie. And I just love his like frustrated musings and him speak, like speaking feverishly into his tape recorder and oh then like, throwing shit away <laughs> No, 100%. And then like, his brother, like, becoming, like, weirdly successful. Yeah! For something that should have been ass. Fucking Ron Livingston, the agent, when he yeah. goes to visit him, and he's like, see that girl? I fucked her up the ass. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah, but he was like, what was his, like, pitch? It was, like, psycho meets... Then it's a serial... Oh, no, yeah. okay, I'm... okay. No, my favorite fucking thing in this movie... Uh-huh. ...is when his brother is describing... His movie. His movie about the serial killer with disassociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. and there's a cop and a girl being held captive, and all three are personalities of the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just getting like so fucking frustrated trying to. Ask. He's like, "You can't write that. <laughs> if the cop is at work and the girl's in the basement, like, what do you? What is it? How do you portray that?" And the brother just goes, "Trick photography." <laughs> he's like, "Duh." It's like this fucking rocks. <laughs> That's the sequel I want to this movie. And that is, like, to a lesser extent, mm-hmm. the feeling that lives in my soul. The frustration of, like, having, trying to have a conversation about something that you are, like, too f- uh-huh. passionate about with somebody with, like, maybe a passing interest in it. And so this whole podcast. They're just trying to have, like, a regular conversation <laughs> with you and you're just, like, getting mad because you're like, well, no, that opinion's dumb and here's why. And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> so literally anytime you talk to me about anything. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I talk to most people about anything, to be fair. <laughs> No, and, like, just uh, Charlie's frustration with him because he was like, I'm so sorry, like, what? Because he's, like, so excited. He's like, yeah, this movie's going to be fucking great. <laughs> like, can you believe we have both of you? You guys are both fantastic. And it's so nice because, his, bro- <laughs> like, his brother has no ill will toward anybody. Not even a little bit. Like, he's just, like, happy to be there. Yeah, and it's just how Charlie <laughs> wishes he was. Yeah, except not. He, yeah. I think he's, like, complacent in his shit. Well, I mean, like, the real Charlie Kaufman. Oh clearly put that character in the movie because mm-hmm. he's like if only i was this guy i would be happy and successful less fucking neurotic yeah but i'm not this guy i'm this guy i'm this piece of shit yeah and i fucking hate me <laughs> it's lit um if i didn't have such a fat ass i'd be happy yo i, w- I want to put that in, like on my body somewhere it's real early odds <laughs> energy though to not glorify the big ass oh 100 that's when everyone was a skinny mini yeah. <laughs> like, it was like we were watching bring it on 
Yeah. And the guy was telling the girl that she, if you skip enough meals, maybe your body will eat your ass. And I was like, leave her alone. <laughs> her butt is fine. <laughs> her butt should be the star of this film. <laughs> A billion percent. Um, and so should Nick Cage's butt. Mm-hmm. It should also be the star of this film. It should be the star of every film. That's facts. Put Nick Cage in more movies, please. <laughs> and his butt. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, so uh, I guess we can talk about it now, because um, I feel like we're kind of screaming our way that, in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he's having that conversation with Robert McKee, like after he goes to his little seminar thing. Yeah, so he goes to New York to meet with uh, Susan Orland. Orland? Orlean? Orlean. Orlean. Um, mm-hmm. He ends up going to the Robert McKee seminar yeah. because of uh, his brother's recommendation. Right, he's like, you know what, fuck it, like, let's go. Yeah. And by uh, let's go, he goes by himself. And but... that scene is amazing. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> Um, so you tell me things don't happen? <laughs> People get murdered every day. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, there's no like real like beginning, middle, or end. It's just like real life. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> there's no. Why are you wasting my two hours with your terrible fucking movie? <laughs> but um, he like makes this like point, like you know, like uh, <laughs> like, like oh, like everything happens in, like in the third act, like everything, like everything before that doesn't fucking matter. Uh-huh. Which like. Eh. Kind of true. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think it can redeem something that's, like, it, like, through the middle. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. Like... Once a movie loses me, like, I, I'm kind I, of... I meant, I meant to, like, uh, like, ask your opinion on that, so I'm glad that you just inferred where I was going with that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> where he was just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the punches in, like, the final act. Um, yeah, because, like, I've... You know, I, I love, love me a good novel, um, and I will... I'm habitually bad at like if i'm like kind of bored through the first like two thirds like i'll just like fucking finish it just to finish it like i'm not someone that'll just like be like fuck that and like throw the book away yeah which i know is like a very you know common thing to do yeah um i'm like well like let's just see if it pans out (laughs) yeah and like even if the ending's like all right or if the ending's like really good i'm like you know like i'm not mad at the first like two thirds of it now (laughs) i mean i get like i usually don't abandon things especially if i'm watching a movie like i generally don't turn movies off unless Unless like, it really it's gotta be you. like something really crazy, and I can't even think of an example. <laughs> what was the last movie you stopped? Or... I, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like I can't really think. That's fair. I can't really think of anything. Um, I think the only movie I've ever like walked out of while I was watching it, like in a theater, mm-hmm. was uh, I can't even remember what. That... Oh, it was Legion, where Paul Bettany plays an angel, <laughs> like a fallen angel. Um, I'm surprised you walked into it. It was real dumb and bad. I thought it looked like kind of funny. Oh, okay. Like it's like weird uh, angelic horror movie. Like it kind of looked like Prophecy oh. with Chris Walken. Oh, okay. And then it was in fact not. It was just real dumb. Oh, upsetting. And I was just, like, I couldn't handle it. That's fair. Um. Yeah. No. I'm same thing. Especially like a movie. Like you're you're usually having like what like a maximum of like a three hour commitment. Yeah. So like yeah sure like let me just like finish this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But like a book like I would be like more tempted to like. Like fuck that. Yeah. Um, especially depending on how long it is. Um, but like usually I'm just like, mm, you know, let's see how, how it pans out. And yeah. like you know, most of the time, like I'm at least, at least redeemed a little bit. Like I, there's been very few books where I'm just like, wow, that was astastic from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> like, and most of the time, like movies for me are about the experience of watching it more so than the plot. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested in character and story and character informing story. Right, and um, that's kind of generally how I feel about novels too. So. Yeah, like, if I'm watching something and I'm not enjoying it, and then there's, like, a real twist ending or something <laughs> in the third act that would be, like, redemptive, I don't really care, because I'm like, well, I still watched the first <laughs> most of this movie <laughs> that was boring, so. I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think in movies it's less redeemable. Hmm. I feel like in a book because like you're, you know, I mean, depending, I guess, if you have that like disorder, like where I say disorder, but like that thing where you can't like picture shit, mm. um, you know, I feel like it's like easier to be like, oh, fuck that. Um, but like, you know, you can kind of like make it up a little bit as you're going along. Like, oh, like I see it as this. So like, maybe it's a little bit more interesting to me versus like you. Yeah. Whereas like a movie, like you're seeing what you're getting. Like you, you there's less interpretation mm-hmm. <laughs> for the, you know, what you're actually seeing. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Depends on the movie. I guess that's also valid. Um, but, you know, so I, th- I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, like, an interesting bit that he said there. It was very interesting to see, like, this screenwriter that fucking hates Robert McKay, like, reckon with him as, like, a character in a movie and then go have a drink with him. Well, yeah, and then he was, like, 
yeah, I, I have, like, zero interest in talking to you, dude. Yeah. Like, and he was like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> I can use a drink. And then, all right, fucking fine. <laughs> and I love Brian Cox. I mean, honestly, who doesn't? He just wrote a book. Yeah? Uh, that I can't wait to read, because apparently he's just, like, throwing people under the, bu- under the bus left and right. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, there's, like, a... I think, like, the most recent thing I read about was, like, there's a passage where he's talking about Johnny Depp, and he's just like, fuck Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh. I guess sometimes it'd be like that, though. I love it. I can't wait to read it. Um, Brian Cox, I still think, is the best Hannibal Lecter on screen. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen, like, the show or... Oh, he was in a movie called Manhunter uh-huh. that is based on the book Red Dragon. It was, like, the first adaptation of one of those novels. Oh, okay. That's it came cool. out a few years before Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Um... And he plays Hannibal Lecter in that, and he's really awesome in it. I was like, I've only ever seen the S- Silence of the Lambs, as yeah. far as... Well, and Silence of the Lambs is just, like, an unimpeachable masterpiece, so it's That's hard facts. to divor- or divorce that, but I think his characterization of Hannibal Lecter is really cool and interesting. Obviously, Mads Mikkelsen is great as well. Right on. I, again, I have no context for that either, but... That show, you would love that show so much. I know. I, I <laughs> want to say, like, I've, like, almost started it, like, a half dozen times, mm-hmm. and it just, like, never actually happened, so yeah. one of these days. I'll, I'll, again, I'll add it to my list. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, our boy's in New York, and he's like, "I need to go talk to this bitch so I can finish writing this fucking movie now." Mm-hmm. And then he continues to not, not talk, talk to, her. to her. Yeah, like he keeps getting like cold feet. Like every time he like gets, he's in an elevator with the bitch. Yeah, and then refuses to acknowledge <laughs> her existence. Um, and then Donald shows up, and he's like, "Hey, let's let's fucking creep on them." See what see see what's going on over it's here. It's so good. Yeah, like I need a, I need. It a... becomes so insane, like when it gets to the third <laughs> act of this movie. Yeah, let's unpack that. So um, he's like, I need some fucking binoculars. <laughs> so they start creeping at her office, and they're like, okay, she, so she's going to Florida tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> like, so let's fucking go. And he's like, I, uh-uh, I don't, I don't go to Florida. <laughs> well, he does have his brother go impersonate him right. and interview her first, which is also wild. <laughs> I, I did block that part out. So let's we, we can we can get there. Um, I do really love that like questions that he asks her, and he's just so turned off by her answers. <laughs> I was like, oh, Donald's actually pretty smart. <laughs> well, like, I feel like, and I don't think this is like Meryl Streep's fault because I think she like kind of nails it. But like, she's like boring person. <laughs> no, I think what's so interesting is they build up this mystique around her, yeah. and then when they actually talk to her, she's pretty like, eh. <laughs> like. She just kind of exists. Like, yeah, just like, oh, well, there's right. nothing interesting about you. Yeah. Like, even, like, when, like, her, like, publisher or whatever is like, oh, like, they want to turn this into a movie, she's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cool. Like, how's that going to work? Yeah, I expanded it into a book, and they want to... <laughs> yeah. Like, she thinks, like, yeah, like, this is great work. Like, they're going to keep making this, like, bigger and bigger, and she's like, mm. mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton in this movie has the, the, the producer. The agent or the whatever the fuck. Executive or... Yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I don't know if this is like an unpopular opinion or if it's a popular opinion because uh-huh. I don't I don't really, you know, hear much about her other than like, oh, she's a great actress or like whatever. Yeah. Her face scares the shit out of me. Huh. What about too, it? It's very birdy. Too androgynous? Oh. No. Just it's giving bird. She's <laughs> oh. got really like David Bowie vibes. Oh, 100%. Mm. Um, but he also is giving a little birdie. <laughs> <laughs> It's just something about, like, the very, like, thin, angular Are you afraid of birds? Who isn't? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not afraid of birds. They just, like... I guess I'm a little unsettled by them. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't love birds. Yeah. They're fine. But, like... mm, Like... They're dinosaurs. Yeah. uh, Anyways. Enough about that. I don't... That's something I definitely don't want to get into. No, let's talk more about birds. (laughs) I'm good. Let's get to the bottom of this. Get off that. I don't know. They just like they're like weirdly unsettling to me. <laughs> like even like pet birds. Like that's, not about it. That's fine. I think it's really weird when people have pet birds. Like that is a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> but like, it does take a special kind of person to be like, you know what? I want to. I want this like weird alien thing that I can't relate to that doesn't have facial expression. <laughs> no, that and and some of them talk to back live in to my you. house. Yeah. Or not even talk back to you. They just repeat what you've said a lot. Well, no, there are some parrots that actually vocalize. have conversations yeah. and shit. Yeah. They ask for water and then they want to go back. <laughs> um, I can't remember the parrot's name, but my roommate and I used to watch that video all the time. We thought that was so funny. <laughs> they would take him out and they're like, "Can you count to ten? He's like, "Can I have some water?" <laughs> That's the 
make you sound dumb. <laughs> um, Can I go back? No, uh, Zach, it was your godfather, right? That had uh, that big ass bird. Um, and like that bird was like, I would say like rather intelligent. He said he said a lot of things, right? He said some shit. Yeah, you could have like you know conversations, air quotes, <laughs> like with the bird. <laughs> oh, why would you? Um, and he was like a big ass fucking like like cockatoo or some shit. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind. I don't really know and much about birds, but um, <laughs> but I will say like that bird was objectively pretty. Yes. And, and I don't really again I don't really fuck with birds like that. Yeah. Pele. Um. <laughs> um. But uh, one of my really good friends growing up, uh, she, they had a, a few birds and like they would like talk in the middle of the night like almost exclusively. <laughs> Which yep. was a little unsettling, I don't like that. and that might be why I'm bothered by birds. That <laughs> is, <laughs> like I'd go, like have like a slumber party at the house, and like we would all sleep in the living room, like all of us girls, and then like yeah, the birds like hello in the middle of the night, I'm like ooh, I should kill them, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, kill the humans. Well, and I don't want to like be mean, but like these people were like a little odd, like they were like super churchy people. There were people that had pet birds. Well, yeah, okay, that's again that's a type that we've addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but like these people, they didn't. Um, have cable. Like, they didn't believe in cable. But, so they or had... They didn't believe cable was real. That's why they didn't have it. Oh, no. They just, like, thought it was, like, bad. Like, objectively bad. Um, so all they would do was, like, watch DVDs and TV shows in DVD form. Which made no sense to me. Like, they owned every season, like, box sets of Lost. I mean, people bought DVDs. I know, but, like, they refused to watch the shit on television. Because uh-huh. the television was bad. Yeah. But then would buy all the D- the seasons on DVD and watch them. Well, then you're just restricting access. I get it. I guess, but like, like I wouldn't do it. <laughs> right. But. but like, I feel like Lost is one of those shows that like, like that's the one you're gonna pick. <laughs> no, they don't want to give like the. No, I understand the that. bandwidth availability to their children to change the channel to. No, I don't I've, know. I've I've gathered that. <laughs> they don't want them watching softcore porn on oxygen at two in the morning. <laughs> Um, yeah, because, like, I remember anytime, like, she, like, would come to my house, like, you know, the TV would just be on because, like, my parents just had the fucking TV on, like, in the living room. Yeah. No matter what the fuck was on, because it was usually, like, the fucking news at, you know, four in the afternoon, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, some shitty soap opera my mom watched. Yeah. Just fucking glued, enamored to it. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> anything else, please. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it was that, and then Lord of the Rings on repeat. Mm-hmm. They watched almost exactly nothing else than Lost and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it was it was a Not it was a household. No, thank you. It was a household. <laughs> um, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean also was a on rotation, but only the first one. I mean, the first one's the only one worth watching. Oh right, but like <laughs> again, I I think I've watched The Hobbit at their house three dozen times. Oh, not even just Lord of the Rings, but the, the all Hobbit. of it. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't even count The Hobbit as part of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, hey, you know what? At this point, it all is meshed into my brain as Those one Hobbit thing. Those movies are unwatchable. Oh, I'm not even a big fan of Lord of the Rings. No, and it was only the first one. They didn't ha- They didn't co-sign on the rest of the Hobbit one. I actually, it was probably too early for that. Mm. Um, in like the, you know, the timeline of that. But yeah, I think I've watched every extended edition of Lord of the Rings Oof. too many times at that fucking house. And now I never want to watch any of them again. Don't care. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so anyway, so then they are like, let's follow this bitch to Florida. Because that's the bug they get up their ass. Mm-hmm. And then they do. What's she up to? She's having an affair with Chris Cooper. Right. Um, well, because like, at first I was like, I'm, I'm like rooting for them. Right? You know, I'm like, you know what? I kind of fuck with it. Like, why not? Like, her husband seems very disinterested. Her husband seems, you know, yeah. not about really much of what she has to do. You can barely even pick up that that's her husband. <laughs> no, it took me a hot minute. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, like, this is not a good marriage. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm not a fan of, you know, adultery. But I was like, you know what? Let's, let's move on. Let's, <laughs> I'm, I'm like weirdly rooting for this couple not because they seem so unhappy. Or she seems very unhappy. Yeah. Um, but then they like roll up on their, or like his house or whatever, his, his compound. Shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to call it because it's like a bunch of sheds, yeah. I guess. Um, and they see his like weird grow house of like all these fucking ghost orchids, <laughs> which I'm assuming is illegal <laughs> um, based on the context and also just knowing that they're like rare as fuck. Um, but then they catch them fucking 
and they're like, well, you must die you now. You have to kill them. <laughs> Which I was like, whoa. It's like, great. It's so good. And then they're like, oh, shit, you're the, you're the screenwriter. <laughs> yeah. You still got to fucking die. <laughs> well, that's what's so good about it, because the whole movie is about him, like, not wanting to write, like, a dumb Hollywood movie. Right. And that his real life experience turns into a dumb Hollywood movie. A hundred percent. But, uh... <laughs> Charlie Kaufman is such a complicated man. That's <laughs> so good. Clearly, <laughs> no, but then they like fuck off to the fucking swamp because they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, we gotta, we gotta get away from the people trying to kill us." Um, they camp out in the swamp, um, fall asleep there. Then they're like, "Wow, we think we're safe." And then they try to get out, and then they get chased again and shot. Um, Donald meets his demise. Um, well, actually, not before. <laughs> <laughs> I almost peed myself because there he was like, "I'm sorry, you got shot," and then immediately like rams head on into the fucking park ranger. I got shot. How fucked up is that? Yeah, and then he was slamming through the fucking windshield. Mm-hmm. Um, almost you know dead on arrival at that point. They had that cute moment of um him singing that fucking song to him. I can't think of the name of that song off the top of my head, which is now annoying me. Um, fuck. Don't look you... at me. Wh- I'm gonna let you do it. Huh? I said I'm just gonna let you stew on it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um. Well, now I can't fucking find it. It's fine. Um. Uh, but yeah, he like sings this, their little song <laughs> to him. He like opens his eyes briefly and then dies. Oh my god. <laughs> what? It's just so, so <laughs> insane. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh shit." Uh, he's still alive, so then they chase him into the swamp, and then fucking <laughs> Toothless gets eaten by a fucking, I guess, alligator, we've decided. <laughs> gets got. Gets got. Um, and then it's over. <laughs> um, I really liked this movie. Yeah, I'm glad. Again, it's really all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It was a little bit hard to reckon with, like, what timeline we were in at any given point. Mm. But, um, I really, I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and, again, I really think this portrayal of who, apparently who exactly Charlie Coffin really is um, was the most, probably one of the most relatable, what, two hours of thing anything I've I watched probably ever in my whole life. Yeah. No, I think it's a great movie. It's easily one of my favorite ones that we're covering in this season. Yeah. Like, up there with uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah. I would say, like, thus far, this has been my favorite. Mm. Um, not to, you know, spoil my list or anything. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you had anything. Oh, um, I really enjoyed, I, I wrote down this quote because it was like, I thought this was like really cute. The like, it was always, uh, it was my love. She had no right to take it away. Jesus Christ, my phone just yeeted itself off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, she had no right to take it away. That was her business, not mine. You are what you love, not what loves you. Mm-hmm. And that was, I thought, beautiful. So very I wrote wise. That down. It was. In its simplicity. It was. <laughs> Simple dude, but like, that really like, that, that like hit, it was very like on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. That's all I have to say about that. Do you have anything else? Um, no, not really. Nick Cage rocks the shit in this movie. He does. Both of him. He's excellent. Uh, he did win an Oscar. Which For uh, which character? I'm kidding. Uh, for Donald. <laughs> I he, won, he was nominated for leading and supporting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, for, for which character? <laughs> um, no, and I think it's really interesting, especially because this was done in, like, 2002, before there was, like, a ton of, like, visual, like, effect shit. Yeah, and it works really well. Yeah. Like, they do a really good job with it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's hard to achieve back then, like, the one person doing two bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, obviously, like, you know, a very young Lindsay Lohan did it, you yeah. know, a few years prior to this. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. she, was the, she was the blueprint, for sure. Hey. <laughs> you um, can't tell me the parent trap doesn't fuck. <laughs> and I did love... The uh, just the vibe of this movie, and I love the window into Charlie Kaufman's self-loathing. I read a bunch of uh, quotes from him about this movie mm-hmm. after I watched it, and it was like all about how uh, he just couldn't crack the movie. And he's like, and then I started writing this, and I was like, what am I doing? And he's like, I really thought I was ending my career by turning this. <laughs> and then someone was like, No, here's he's like, money. I didn't tell them what I was doing because I knew they would fire me, so I just handed this. In. That's valid. Because <laughs> they hired him to just adapt that book. That's all he was supposed to. So he was legitimately supposed to adapt a book about orchids. Yes. Okay. That's what he was supposed to be doing, and then he wrote this movie instead because <laughs> he could not, like, bring himself to write that. Amazing. Um, I lied. I wasn't done. One last thing I wanted to bring up was the diner girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
because we did not Scott Lang's ex-wife from <laughs> Ant-Man and Laurie Strode's daughter from the Halloween reboot pool series. Yes, and the uh, best friend from 13 Going on 30. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's like, I love orchids. His <laughs> <laughs> masturbatory fantasy. Yeah. Um, and then he shows up at the diner IRL. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's just like, it's so rough. I would like to die. <laughs> and then she goes and just like asks the other waitress to go take over the table. I was like, oh my god, what a nightmare. Yeah, because this was like one of the times where I was like, wait a minute, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> This is not what it seems. I don't know. <laughs> and um, yeah, rip. But anyway, that was my that was my last uh, thing I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are we watching next? Uh, great question. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> really glad that we're organized here. Um, oh, the Wicker Man. <laughs> oh man. So this is probably him cresting a wave and then we're uh-huh. gonna have a little bit of a decline uh before an inevitable resurgence but uh the wicker man is a fascinating movie it is a remake of a great movie from the 1970s uh with christopher lee this is not great <laughs> just wait <laughs> okay uh, all right all right i think you're going to enjoy it uh-huh but i would not call it great noted <laughs> So Cage at this point, and we'll talk about it when we do the episode, but he's in, you know, a good part of his career. He just yeah. won an Oscar for adaptation. He's doing some, like, you know, big movies. He's they vibing. Come out, yeah. Yeah. Come out in theaters. Making and they some make coin. Money. Um, Wicker Man is the beginning of a trend, I oh. will say. Oh, no. Uh, and then we'll we'll talk about that next time. Right on. Well, in that case, um, I, I just looked. Apparently, you have to rent it, so yeah. um, can't find it free anywhere. Because, again, nothing in life is free. Um, anyways, goodbye. Bye.